full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvas. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM. The fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric France and Ajay Salveson with you here on the full court press. Appreciate you tuning in and joining us on a Monday. Love to have you participate with us today. The uh, text line, the Guild Mortgage text line is open, 435-339-0321 if you want to weigh in. A couple different things we're going to get to today. Uh, Recapping the Mountain West Conference weekend certainly include what happened with Utah State and New Mexico State. Slow start, but man, what a third quarter for the Utah State Aggies. And uh, what happened throughout the rest of the Mountain West. Uh, and, and some crazy games in college football, crazy games in the NFL as well. So lots to recap there. Utah Jazz had two games over the weekend in Florida. Uh, came back with two losses from Florida. And so we'll update on what's going on with Utah Jazz. And um, Jordan Love, first career start under center in a regular season game for the Green Bay Packers. A lot is being made of this start, and I think it's being way overblown. Certainly some of it has some merit, but we'll get into uh, some of the things that were said afterwards and how people are reacting today as well. Let's get your reactions, too, uh, on those things that happened over the weekend and kind of react to uh, what took place. 435-339-0321 to join us here on the Full Court Press. And not to be left out, uh, Ridgeline and Westside continued uh, their dominance, and uh, though it wasn't, I mean, it was a close first half there in that Ridgeline game, and then they started to pull away late in the second half. But uh, both the Ridgeline and Westside continue to win and are still on their path to uh, state championships. Now the Ridgeline game is going to be this Friday for the championship. Westside still has the semifinal to go through first. It'll be Westside and Bear Lake squaring off uh, this week in the semifinals in 2A. Uh, but uh, anyway, we'll we'll update you on all that as well. So, man, a lot to get through on a Monday, as as is typically the fashion. Uh, one thing we won't do, at least I, I don't know how we're going to do it because I wasn't part of it, is uh, pick six results from from this last week because I was I didn't participate in the pick six on Thursday. And Ajay, you just realized you never. Uh, did you even write them down? Yeah, I haven't had any time today. Like, it's been press conferences, notes, trying to get cuts made. I've had zero, zero time today. So, yeah, we'll announce those results probably on probably on Thursday when AJ's back, actually. Because you'll be gone, right? You'll be uh, head to Salt Lake to go watch the Utah Jazz. So, yeah, probably Thursday we'll announce those results. <laughs> Potentially, yeah. Well, oh we'll, man! We'll what was what were even your lines? Do you remember? No, I didn't even look at the sheet since Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it and then I didn't even do anything. Like I just put it aside. And I was then I was in Las Cruces on Friday. Got back Saturday late night. 
Sunday, you know, you, you got Sunday to take care of whatever you didn't do over the weekend. Then Monday's already here, and we have press conferences and just men's basketball starts tomorrow and all sorts. And I'm trying to fill out ballots and stuff. So, yeah, I just I didn't even look at pick six. Didn't even glance at it today. Okay, so you made the trip to Las Cruces. Before we talk about the game itself. Yeah, sure. What was the trip like, the, the town like, the arena so, like? Oh, okay, so it's... <laughs> It's it's almost hysterical, actually. So, um, we're driving through like our bus, right? And then Doug Hoffman, the SID, super great guy, comes to the back of the bus where I'm at, and he just taps my shoulder and goes, "Hey, look, there's a what's the town called? Like Juarez? What, uh, what's that town? It's uh, it's dangerous over there in Mexico. It's like on the borderline. It's it's in Mexico, and it's a yeah. really dangerous town. And he's like, there it is." And it, and it's huge, like it is a massive place, but it is so incredibly dangerous. In fact, when we got to the hotel and then you're walking outside or whatever, you're just you're like, dude, I got to get back inside the hotel, or I got to be. You want you don't want to rock walk around that place alone. Um, so you stay in El Paso then? Yeah, we stay. Yeah, so we actually stayed in El Paso. So we we flew in to Las Cruces, drove to El Paso, and then drove back to Las Cruces the next day for the game. Took an hour drive, not not kidding you. Uh, El Paso was I mean, not that bad actually. We went to an authentic Mexican restaurant. I've never been. I've never in my life been to an, like an authentic Mexican restaurant in my life. I imagine they have a few there in El Paso. Yeah, it, dude, it was super good. It was so good, man. I've never had authentic Mexican food until uh, Friday night, and it was super great. Um, and then uh, the the next day, going to the stadium. It is as trashy as you would imagine. I had to go walk over to pick up some stuff at the locker room. It's small. There's a tent outside holding other things. There's a tiny trainer's room. There's like the the, the showers. There's like three. I, I want to say there's three showers. I mean, it is as ghetto and as run down and as beat up and as old as you would think. And... That palm tree they're talking about, I talked to the SID. They chopped it down as soon as the article came out. <laughs> and then uh, Martin was supposed to do his press conference. They cut it off. He's done doing press conferences now. They won't really? let him back. Yeah, they won't let him back on the mic, dude. Oh, my word. They said, yeah, he's done with interviews and press conferences. That I thought it was just for that week. It actually ends up being for the rest of the season, I was told. Wow. I'm unreal. So bad. It is a mess. The, uh, the, the atmosphere was... Not great. Um, the students were classless. I <laughs> unreal. It was just unreal atmosphere. And they actually had students there. Yeah, they did. Not a lot, but a few. Uh, they were smashed, if you know what I mean. Um, drunk as all get out, and they were just obnoxious and rude and classless. Like nothing surprised me. You were just happy to win and go home. Honestly, you're just happy to win and get the heck out of there. Like, well, it, well, a few things. Uh, Logan Bonner, when I spoke to him last week, uh, he played there when he was in the uh, when he, when he was down there at Arkansas State, and he said it's a strange place to play. You remember? He says you have to bring your own juice because yes. there usually aren't very many people there, and you kind of have to get yourself motivated. And that first half looked like that was what was plaguing Utah State. Yeah, like, they didn't want to be there. They didn't have energy. They were getting outplayed. And second half, very different story. And I think the heat might have got because dude, like we woke up the next morning, checked the weather, and it's eighty degrees and clear. 
it was hot. Which, I mean, I know it's 80 degrees, you're like, it can't be that warm. But when you come from here and go to there, it's a heat wave. Like, it was just, it was really, really warm. Um, there's no AC, by the way, for those players. That's dead on true. Not even the visitor locker room had AC. So, they're going from hot weather into a hot area, like, crowded. It's just begging you to get COVID. It's, it's a really unhealthy atmosphere. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the weather wasn't great. And, and even in, like, the fans, even when things were going good... Dude, I you couldn't hear them. You couldn't hear a single fan. They're like, "Oh, great, yeah, we got we got ten yards. Maybe I'll go wet myself." I mean, they just don't even care. They didn't they didn't give a crap, man. Um, it was a just a dead atmosphere. A oh four two uh, six zero. Eric, he texts into the show. I served part of my mission in Las Cruces. This report doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> Nine three one five. There were some amazing catches in the USU football game. Did any of them make ESPN top ten? I don't think so, but they should have. Uh, I don't. I didn't watch ESPN the DT catch on the Logan Bonner deep throw, which was like three yards short of where DT was. I thought it was going to get like. From my view, I thought that ball was picked. I don't know how in the world Devin Tompkins adjusted himself. Like he looks like he adjusted himself mid-flight. Like, like turned himself to be able to make what a spectacular football player and he's 5'8 Eric like guys like him should be able to make those plays like zero body fat oh dude yeah and he just like it's oh you're six whatever I'm 5'8 I'm still gonna out compete you for this ball it's all about heart and competition and Devin has every bit of that boy is he a special special football player a, a gem to watch Mountain West Conference Offensive Player of the Week for obvious reasons nine catches 215 yards Two touchdowns, uh, and that third quarter just made some huge catches. Oh, God, he was phenomenal, man. Uh, and, I mean, you're right. It's part of a 21-point third quarter, which is, according to Doug Hoffman, their second game in a row where they've put up 21 in the third. And it was interesting. After, like, we went to half, right? And towards the end of half, New Mexico State's on the field. They're going through stretches. The kickers for Utah State are out. And you're like, where's the rest of the team? Clock's ticking, and we're about at a minute and a half, and the Utah State football team jogged out to the field. And I don't even think, like, I think the quarterbacks warmed up, but I don't think anybody else really did a whole lot. They came out, they kicked the ball when we were beginning the second half, and then off we were. Like, I can't imagine the conversation that was held in that locker room after a very, Eric, really abysmal first half in every facet of the game. I thought the offense was lackadaisical. I thought the defense was lazy. I thought they uh, they weren't. They, it was uninspired football on both on both ends of the uh, of the rope. It just really, really, really bad football. It was incredibly disappointing to see the Aggies trailing at half to New Mexico State. Shouldn't have happened at all. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. They just seemed like they were going through the motions. Yeah. Oh, great point. That's a good yeah. way to put it. Uh, found it interesting listening to Blake Anderson after the game in his post game press conference, talking about how well he didn't he didn't do a big fire and brimstone speech. It's just uh, a lot of it was letting the players figure it out take, themselves. Yeah, take yeah. some leadership too, and just reminding them, hey, we're we're here to win a game. Yeah, we're not gonna we're, we're gonna strip away anything fancy. We're just gonna go play straight up football, and that's and, really what. Caused the, the big advantages there in the, that third quarter. Yeah, and you know what also helped out in the third quarter, Eric? When I look at the stats for the – I'm trying to find it for the first half. 
But when you look at the first half stats, Utah State was running the ball and they weren't going anywhere with it. Like they just couldn't get anything going. Calvin Tyler came in for a little bit. He couldn't get anything going. Um, and then the third quarter, they're like, you know what? The heck with this. We're going to start throwing it. Like, DT, do your thing, Bonner. I'm going to find you. Let's go. And as soon as they started throwing the football, New Mexico State started getting out of all sorts, which was crazy because when you go into that game, you would think, well, New Mexico State will be ready for the passing game because that's what Utah State does. They looked so unprepared in the backfield. Of the, I mean, you got guys like pointing at each other before the play, pre-snap, trying to figure out where to go. You have like a safety coming up to, to double cover Derek Wright. Like, you're leaving Derek or Devin Tompkins one-on-one, and the safety is like, I'm going to leave that one-on-one coverage, and I'm going to go double-cover Derek, right? Hello? And then Bonner's like, well, this is easy. Like, Derek, I mean, Devin, just go on that route, you know what? I mean, it's a stop and go, make it soft, sell it well, and then I'll put it up there for you. I just, they look so unprepared for the passing game, did New Mexico State. just shocked me. I also thought that the Utah State defense really started to step it up. Actually, before going into halftime, I thought there in that second quarter, about midway through the second quarter especially, that's when they really started to dial up their pressures. Um, and it was seven sacks on the yeah, day, 14 phenomenal. tackles for loss overall. Um, I thought they defended the passes well, uh, got after the quarterback and, and, and rushed uh, some of his throws. Um so, yeah, I thought it was a really nice performance by the Utah State uh, defense after a little bit of a slow start there, but uh, really started dialing things up a little bit more uh, and, and getting after Jonah Johnson. Yeah, and, and by the way, credit Jonah for the way he played. I, I, I thought in the first first half he was phenomenal. Like He he did a lot of it on his own. And I know there were some called like QB draws and such, but even, when, even on the plays where he dropped back to look to throw – um, he was more looking for a gap to just go find yards. I thought Jonah Johnson played some good football there in the first half, and then finally Utah State was able to contain him, not let him get onto the edge. Where if he gets to the edge, he's pretty good. But I thought they were able to contain him really well. I was I was impressed with that, Eric. Twenty three carries for only ten yards for Jonah. Now that uh, sack yardage, yeah, kind of go against that. Goes into it. That plays a big role. Absolutely. Uh, a couple of texts there. Two nine four seven. I only watched the first three quarters of the Packers game trying to watch Jordan Love. Sadly, I feel like I can't tell if he did well or not because every down was either a run uh, run play or Green Bay's O-line was letting everyone through. Seemed like Love didn't get too many good looks. Also, I know the Jazz had no Conley and were retired after several games on the road, but losing to Orlando was just embarrassing. I can't even tell you Orlando's starting lineup. Yes and yes, like to both. I, I felt like the old line was pathetic, and I felt like the Utah Jazz were even worse. It shouldn't lose to a team when you're up double digits. Um, I don't care what your legs look like. Figure it out. You're a tactical intending team. Play like it. So Yeah, um, to the Jordan Love situation, um, Kansas City brought a lot of pressures. Uh, I, I thought they were blitzing a lot. They knew this was a, a first-time starter and wanted to get after him. Kansas City's not known to have a great defense, but they tried to get after Jordan Love. Um, there were some throws that he missed, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially on those on those pressures. But I also felt like there was uh, – trying to understand what the game plan there was. It wasn't really designed to get Jordan Love building some confidence and, and get the offense rolling there. So I, I – We'll get into that a little bit more later on, but yeah, and, I think and, that there's a lot of unjust 
Oh, dude. You know, these Packer fans. Pitchforks and torches coming after Jordan Love. Yeah, dude, these Packer fans can come over and kiss my hairy kneecaps. Most of it's national media, though. Those are the guys that I'm more frustrated with. Well, the Packer fans were much better. Like, go look at their Twitter account. They're like, oh, Love sucks. Love is trash. Love can't do this or that. Man, we wasted a first-round pick on this. You sent that guy into the doghouse called Arrowhead Stadium on a road game and said, go in as a football game. Your your special teams was garbage. Mason Crosby. A short week of him yeah. knowing he's going to be the starter. Yeah, and Mason Crosby uh, misses one field goal badly, uh, has another one blocked. The, the I don't know why the, anybody's the, talking about Crosby. Yeah, well, that's well, no, that's what I'm saying is like you're 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 just throwing every single thing that goes wrong. Oh, the defense could get a stop. Jordan Love, that's your fault. Mason Crosby couldn't kick a field goal. Jordan Love, that's your fault. <laughs> yes. The mas- the mascot couldn't do a backflip. Jordan Love, that's your fault. Like everything was Jordan Love's fault, from Joe Buck to Troy Aikman to this garbage Packers fan base, everything was Jordan Love's fault. Give me a freaking break, unreal. And I and I and I felt bad for Jordan. Um, yeah, for a good stretch of the game, for the majority of the game, he had a better quarterback rating and actually was oh doing gosh. better than yeah, Patrick Mahomes but you know what? was. We don't want to talk about Patrick Mahomes because if he throws a no look pass for a pick six, hey, it looked really cool though. It was awesome to see. Go swallow a moly corn dog for all I care. That that stuff ticked me off. One zero seven eight. With everyone losing one conference game, what is the tiebreaker to who will host the Mountain West Conference Championship game? What has to happen to bring it to Logan? Uh, you need Fresno to lose again. You need San Diego State to lose again, and you got to win out. Sorry, what? Well, phrase the question again. Uh, what has to happen for the Mountain West Conference Championship game to be in Logan? Uh, yes. The, so the current standings in the Mountain West Conference have Utah State on top of the Mountain Division with only one loss ahead of Air Force and Boise State who have two losses. Uh, the West Division has two teams with only one loss, San Diego State and Nevada. So San Diego State and Nevada need to lose one more game somehow. Yeah. And if that... If that could if that could happen, then USU if they continue to win out and don't slip up, then they will host. But yeah, right now that need some help though to host. They it. need help. Getting into it, you just need to win out. Because if if it turns out San Diego State and Utah State win the rest of their games, and both only have one loss, it's going to San Diego. San State. Diego State will have the higher ranking in the college football playoff yeah. poll. So they will be the one to host. Yeah, it will automatically go to the college football playoff poll, which then it would it would shift over to San Diego State. Yes. Um. You yeah. You need both teams to lose. You need you're gonna need a little bit of help here coming up. But, um, as one two seven nine puts it, as San Diego State and Nevada play each other this week. That's the thing is that the Aztecs, Nevada, and Fresno State are not out of the doghouse yet. I mean, they, those three still need to get through the gauntlet to be able to finish it out. Meanwhile, Utah State's got a tough one at San Jose State this Saturday. We'll get into that more this week. Um, what else do they got, Eric? They've got, um, goodness gracious, what else have they got, man? They've got who, who? San Diego State. Sorry, Utah State. They got New Mexico, oh. Wyoming at home, but Wyoming just comes off a confidence boosting win, beating Colorado State. Hello. And then they got New Mexico on Black Friday to finish yes. it off. But uh, two out of three of those games are going to be toughies. San Diego State has Nevada this weekend. Is at, that at Nevada? No. Oh, gosh. At UNLV and then hosting Boise. Doggone it. 
So, I mean, that's two games that will be really tough yeah. for the Aztecs. I just wish they were on the road for two of those. <laughs> but, yeah, the, their toughest games are in San Diego. 9315, if USU does not host, where would you want us to play in the Mount West Conference Championship game? I don't. It doesn't matter. Give us San Diego or Fresno. We're happy to be there. Oh, well, uh, Nevada. Really, at this point, it's Nevada or San Diego State. It's whomever wins this weekend dude, between those two teams. I don't want to face Nevada in Reno. I don't want to touch that monster. Well, San Diego State, they're it's not a home game for them. They're playing Carson. I mean, it's like an hour and a half away. Yeah. Uh Nevada's last games, but their last three, as we mentioned, they they have to travel to San Diego State. They host Air Force and then they travel to Colorado State. Oof. It's gonna be tough too. So, I mean, considering Nevada, San Diego State, and Utah State, mm. the Aggies have the the easier of those three teams to finish out the regular season. Uh, 4474 sent us a, an image of, this is really interesting. This was going into the final drive of the game. And at this time, Jordan Love was 19-34 for 190. He had one TD, one pick with a 69.5 rating. Meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes, uh, the god of the NFL, 17-34 for 122. He had one touchdown, no picks, and he had a rating of 68.5. Very similar, if not the slight edge to Jordan Love. But if you ask the national media and Packer fans, Jordan Love is trash. Worst case outcome. I can't tell you how many times I heard that thing. Oh, Oh, this was the worst case scenario for Green Bay. This was the best case scenario for Aaron Rodgers. uh, It's like, come on, guys. It's one game. The Reese's senior bowl director hit up Aikman on Twitter a couple times and just lit him up about calling out Jordan Love. Really good. I was like, oh, well, see, someone's actually sticking up for love. Too bad it's not their own fan base, but uh, whatevs. Hey, uh, Eric, uh, sorry, 5242, love outplayed Mahomes bad and trash. Okay, thanks, 5242. All right, sweet. Uh, see, 5252, or sorry, 5452. Trey can go pound salt. Dude sucks. Get off his high horse. Yeah, Troitman was crap, too, by the way. He was only helped because he had a great running game, the best offensive line in the NFL, and a very good defense. I, I'm going to I'm gonna stand on that podium forever saying that. Uh, Eric, going back to this Utah State game, um, we go to the locker room at half. We're down one. Well, I say we. Sorry. Somebody. Uh, four, we're, uh, Utah U- State Utah Aggies. State is down. Gosh. Utah State is down 14-13 at half. And... What do you? What is your thoughts as you're sitting here watching this game unfold? A bad first half with nothing going. You know, no flow, no momentum, no rhythm of any sort. Did you feel like that third quarter Utah State was going to get a fix and expose for 21 points in the third quarter? What was your thoughts? Uh, that it was a poor first half, but just like Utah State didn't look like they wanted to be there, <laughs> and that I, I had full confidence the coaches were going to wake them up at halftime, and then USU would be fine in the second half. But, uh, yeah, they they were letting the New Mexico State passing game move the ball. Uh, defensively, they weren't making a lot of stops, at least not enough. And then offensively, just couldn't get anything going. Um, so, uh, but panic mode? No. Frustrated? Sure. Like th- This team shouldn't be playing like that. Um, and they can't let another quarter go by playing like this, or it could really get out of control. 
That's why that third quarter was really, really important. Yeah, that opening drive, I believe he found Tompkins wide open on the far side of the end zone uh, for 56 yards and, and, and a score. I mean, and Four that plays kind, and then they're into the end and zone. That, and that kind of was like, okay, all's right in the world. We're going to be fine. We're going to get this thing set straight. And Bonner went off in the third, <laughs> Bonner went off in the third quarter. So did Tompkins. And uh, they ended up running away with this one, 35-13. Un- unreal. To, uh, they, they were able to play that well in the second half, but they're not going to be able to get away with that against San Jose State. I want to make no. that clear. Right, yes. Uh, I want to continue to get your reactions to Utah State over New Mexico State in the Mountain West Conference weekend, the NFL weekend, college football weekend, or even the NBA. A lot of things to cover and recap today on a Monday. You're on the Full Court Press. Uh, feel free to text in on the Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. It started out as free. But then they said it would only be a few cents a day. What you're hearing is real, and it may be happening to you. I pay for streaming video, then the cloud storage, then streaming audio. Where does it end? It ended up being a lot every month. This is the sound of nickel and diming syndrome. It's a real thing. It is a real thing. I just want to hear my music. Is that so wrong? There is hope for millions of people there's radio. Radio? Radio. With zero down and zero per month. Radio delivers all the news, music, and entertainment you want, when you want it, for free. No usernames, passwords, or Wi-Fi connections required. Here's my card number. It's 735 Shh. Don't speak. When you listen to local radio, you'll never need that. <laughs> this is so wonderful. Yes, it is. The cure for nickel and diming syndrome. <laughs> oh, I could use a hug. It's radio. No subscription required. It's that first kiss, that moment in time. This is Jarek from Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Everyone knows us as an engagement ring store, but not everyone knows about everything else we do. Custom design, our in-house laser jewelry repair. We offer fashion jewelry, charm bracelets, necklaces, earrings, birthstone jewelry, watches. We love people to just look and make a wish list. Stop in and say hi. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. Old McDerrill has a farm, an appliance farm. With down home country prices and big city selection. E-I-E-I-O. When you're looking for a friendly spot to drive a little and save a lot, hey, Old McDerrill has a farm, an appliance farm. Old McDerrill has a farm, no overhead, but lots of country charm. See Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. This is Bruce Rigby from Cash Valley Bank. People come to me all the time and say, wow, Cash Valley Bank is growing. We are growing and providing banking services to many communities in Utah and particularly here in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank is actively involved in our communities with local people who can make decisions quickly and professionally. We're a community bank and Cash Valley is important to us. Cash Valley Bank, growing, expanding, and proud to have our roots firmly planted in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. 
interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Quick count, snap to Love. Lofts left side. Got a man wide open. Lazard struck the defender to the end zone. Touchdown! That was Jordan Love's first career touchdown for the Green Bay Packers. As heard on WTMJ. <laughs> Jeez. I just can't get over that damn commercial. Like, what did I listen to that? Oh, my gosh. I just... Shh. Don't speak. Don't speak. What the... <laughs> that was great. No. That was good. 5242. Not a fan of my last text, you ask, Eric. Uh, I wanted to love. I wanted love to play well. I really did. This was the game to do it. But Kansas City's defense is bad, and both QBs in this game were shut down. And you, absolutely right, absolutely right. I I, I think uh, Pat Mahomes was shut down. I think Love was shut down. But Kansas City's defense is not good. No, look, yeah, the Green Bay defense kept Green Bay in that game a lot. Yeah, but let's let's take an entire look at what happened in that game. You had your quote-unquote, great kicker who couldn't deliver points. Uh, you, you had a game plan that was f- flawed. And everybody's acting like Jordan Love's like some seasoned veteran yeah, coming in. Yeah, that's what, yeah. It's like, yeah. this is his first career start. And this like, guy's never really get, been given a chance even in practice. And it's on the road to Arrowhead, man. Yeah. Cool. Um, and everybody's like, well, let's you know, look what uh, Aaron Rodgers did in his first game after replacing uh, Brett Favre. Well, he had like three years in the Packers system before he came into a game. So it, it's really unfair how people are treating this Jordan Love situation. 2305, why didn't Conley play for the Jazz? Is he already tired? He's probably not tired of cashing his checks, maybe just saving him for the playoffs. So Mike Conley will not play on back-to-back ends or second ends of back-to-backs. He will not play. So it'll just be if it's a back-to-back, play the first game, sit the second one. Yep. Uh, Quinn Snyder saying this is not a specific health issue. It's more of a holistic approach to uh, keeping Mike Connolly healthy through the season and now, having him available for the postseason. Uh, 9315. I almost had the score prediction right. I was Utah State 30, New Mexico State 10. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty close. close. Uh, 5662. Okay, Eric, don't cry about the radio. It's okay. Who wrote that commercial? AJ? No. <laughs> no. I'm not taking credit for that thing. Absolutely not. By the way, I almost have our. Uh, I have uh, something almost done for the full court press. If I could actually get some time to do it without doing eighty other different things, but you know, we'll get there. But you'll love it, Eric. You will love it. I, I almost have something done too for another project I'm working on. That doesn't even include the full court press. I might doubt it. Hey, when are we going to go do a live show again? I mean, we're going to be at Guild Mortgage next Wednesday, right? It's coming up. Can't, can't, week of the Wyoming game. We'll have tickets to give away. By the way, we will have tickets to give away. So nice. uh, you'll uh, want to uh, want to be there for that. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We need to get more live shows so people can see us. Say hi to us. Maybe if you were uh, not so busy doing whatever it is that you're doing. Oh, wow. Down there in wow. hell's half acre in that corner of the building. <laughs> 
<laughs> you sent me there. <laughs> you right. sent me there. You're Don't right. act like I had a choice. I, I was sitting there doing my job, and they're like, uh, Audrey, uh, we need you to clean out your desk, everything, <laughs> and we got your new place. And you sent me to the freaking corner <laughs> of the entire building. The coldest part of the building is where I'm at now. That sucks. That is a bummer. Call, <laughs> oh, man. You're all. It used to be I was on the complete opposite end the of the kids. building from where you are, but now I'm oh. like halfway. No, I'm only halfway. Yeah. yeah, I'm the one who has to make my way over to come talk to you. <laughs> I don't want to freaking call you on the phone because you can only imagine how that goes. Hey, I wanted to get uh, the the comments from uh, Blake Anderson today. His, his opening statement and kind of. Uh, how he recaps what happened over the weekend. You could tell he's a little, he's still a little miffed about that first half. That still hasn't got by him yet. As he should. <laughs> he was ticked, man. Yeah, frustrated with how we started. Uh, concerned about it all week. Had very honest conversations with our guys about just the difficulty of that particular game, where it was, when it was, their record, the trip itself. Uh, the temperature was going to be a factor. Uh, it was obviously even more of a factor than we anticipated it would be. But just our maturity of of coming in and, and really playing at the level we were capable of, didn't think we handled that well early. It showed on the field with some mistakes, three and outs, some missed tackles, some mistakes defensively, and, and um, you know, really put ourselves in a position where frustrated early, and had respond. Really proud of how they did respond. Played great in the third quarter and on into the fourth quarter. Actually started playing in the second quarter. Didn't really get on the scoreboard like we wanted to uh, with a couple mix-ups. But but honestly, you could see the momentum starting to turn. Got it within reach and came out and handled the third quarter exactly how we needed to. Got stops, got points, uh, touchdowns, even more more importantly, touchdowns, and, and put the game in a position where we were completely in control and Love the way, uh, love the way we finish. So it's um, it's a lesson learned. It, it comes probably at a good time. We can't afford to have those kind of letdowns moving down the stretch, especially this week. We've got to play great for sixty minutes, and hopefully, it's um, it's an eye opening experience of of how how you have to be ready uh, when the ball when the ball is kicked. You got to be ready regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the opponent, regardless of the weather, regardless of anything, you've got to be ready to play. And, and so I'm thankful that we won the game, learned the lesson at the same time, and, and have that to, to draw from moving forward. San Jose is a, a very good football team. We catch them, I think, at their very best. Having gotten their quarterback back on the field, it changes the dynamic of things. Uh, they, um, I know the record doesn't speak that highly of them, but, but watching them play Nevada – uh, Saturday night when we got back, they're clearly excited to have him back. It gives them a spark. They've got one of the best defenses in the league, and they've got skill for the quarterback to get the ball to. It'll be a huge game and a tremendous challenge. Um, and, and I think our guys are, are super excited already about, about getting prepared for it and, and just the opportunity that we have ahead of us, obviously. So this is a pivotal game for everybody. Hopefully we'll play our best ball and play it for 60 minutes. They they need to play for sixty minutes or they're they're gonna get blown out this one. This is not a team you wanna play around with. This isn't UNLV, this isn't New Mexico State. Like this team, if you give them second chances, if you give them open gaps and a light to be I mean, look, they're Eric, they're 
bowl eligibility is hanging on darn near life support. And so to get a win like this over Utah, over Utah State, the Mountain Division leader, would be a huge boost, a huge shot in the arm for the rest of their season. Um, and and gets them bowl eligible. Like this is a massive game for these guys. Uh, and you just cannot give them any sort of leeway at all, or else you're gonna you're gonna find yourself behind the eight ball really quickly, and, and no way to find a way out. Right, San Jose is five and five right now. Um, they've they've just had a back and forth season. Uh, they're three and one at home though, so they've played well at home. Uh, they uh, here's kind of the and we'll get into more of San Jose later in the week with our opposition research, but. Um, they they went and gave Nevada all they could handle. Oh yeah, lose that game twenty seven to twenty four. <clears throat> Victories over Wyoming and UNLV um, and Hawaii. Those are their conference victories. Losses in conference against Colorado State, San Diego State, in Nevada. So, um, kind of an interesting team. Great year last year. Great phenomenal year for them. It's not been quite the same this year, but they're still a competitive football team. Yeah. Not to be overlooked. This is not the San Jose State of a few years ago. No. These no. guys are more competitive. Is, They've got some real dudes on defense. And they got Nick Starkle back. Now, it's interesting, Like, and we'll, and we'll talk more about it on Wednesday, but Blake even talks about it. Like, As good as that Starkle kid is, that Nash guy was playing out of his mind. He was playing really good football, Eric. And now he's back to the bench. And In fact, well, I say he's back to the bench, but as you'll find out later on, Brent... Brennan's like, <laughs> he might be playing on Saturday night. We're It's probably going to be a little look of like what Peasley and Bonner were early in the season. I think they're going to do that with San Jose State on Saturday night with Starkle and Nash. You might see both guys seeing some time and make some dangerous. Very interesting. Uh, some of the other games in the Mountain West Conference over the weekend, um, as we mentioned, Nevada beating uh, San Jose. It was a close one, only a three-point game. Uh, Boise State went into Fresno and just pushed them around. Holy yeah, cow, 40-14. That? That's a bad loss for Fresno. It is. It's a bad loss for the conference, frankly. It is. But you know what? It gives DT that front track to be the player of the year. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that um, Hayner gets knocked down a little bit. Yep. San Diego State beats Hawaii in a late-night game, 17-10. to um, Air Force losing to Army. In overtime, uh, Wyoming in a shocker, beating Colorado State 31-17. to yeah, How about that? That was uh, Wyoming's first conference win. They won four in a row, and then went to conference play, and they couldn't win until just this weekend. It's unreal. Their line, Wyoming's linebacker, uh, Muma, was named the defensive as player of the week. Been, he had a great performance. Yep, as he should have been. He's a good player. Yeah. Uh, UNLV gets their first win. Uh, Arizona got their first win earlier in the day, and then UNLV got theirs later at night. And so there are no longer any teams in college football without any any wins. Yeah. Hey, uh, 9474 texted in. I meant to ask this last week, but every time I could listen to show, you guys were either wrapping up early for a jazz game or something like that. Are either of you going to make your way to Dayton, Idaho, Friday night at 6 o'clock to watch Westside try to extend their winning streak to 31 in a row? You know what? So I'm actually not going to be in San Jose State uh, this weekend because I got women's basketball on Saturday, so I'll be here. Maybe I do. Maybe I make a nice little trip to Dayton, Idaho, and go watch some Westside football. That program has been awesome. 
Where do I get my tickets for that? I need to find a way to get tickets. Maybe go watch some Idaho high school football. Be good for me. And I'll miss it. Well, yeah, I guess I'd miss the state championship. Do we have a show Friday? We do, huh? No? Well, yeah, we do. Because, yeah, we do. Because there's a pregame at 3, but it's done at 4. Oh, that sucks. We have a show. Gosh dang it. All we right. Pregame at 3 and done at 4. Utah State. Oh, you're talking about the basketball. Well, men's basketball has a pregame, but it's going to be done by four, so we'll still be on the air. Back east. That's right. That sucks. All right. Uh, 2305. Ridgeline, they're, they're 11 a.m., right? It's at 11 a.m. That'll yeah. be on 104.5, the ranch. Uh, 2305. If we lose to San Jose State, is there any way that we will be out of the playoff picture in the Mount West Conference? No. Losing does not mean no. that they're out. Yeah. Uh, here's where it does get tricky Boise has a tiebreaker over USU. So, Boise would then move into first, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um, although, did they lose to Air Force? Who, Boise? They did lose to Air Force. Yeah. So, I don't know how that works. It's like a three-way tie at the top. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure so, who, well, who, then, gets, uh, so who it's, gets the, the position. It's it's highest percentage uh, winning percentage in the, in your uh, in your conference. And if that's the same, then it's the highest percentage or highest, or I guess your best record versus common opponents in the Mount West Conference. Then they just go, they start from the top and they go all the way down. It's it's weird, but I would say that we still have a chance. Because Utah State beat Air Force, but Air Force beat Boise State. But Boise State, Boise beat, Utah State, State. State beat Utah State. So then it's just from there, it's just common opponents down that you played and you lost to. So, yeah. Five two four two. If the season ended right now, who would be your Mountain West champion? Mountain well, it'd be Utah State versus San Diego State, and I like Utah State. San Diego State's defense can't stop the pass, and I think Bonner and DT and Derek Wright would have heydays against these guys. San Diego State has only allowed seventy four points in conference play. Uh, Utah State defense has allowed one hundred and fifty one. Yeah, but I just I don't think they can stop the pass. Don't think they're as good in regards to stopping the pass. Is there a bend but don't break? Sure. But I think Utah State could cash in on this. I like Utah State over San Diego State in the Mountain West Championship. That's what your Mountain West Championship would look like if it ended today. Yes. But we don't know what it's going to look like come three weeks. We have no idea. Oh, There's still a lot to be played. Oh, there's so much, man. With moving parts, with good teams playing other good teams. It's not like... Utah State is not favored in the rest of their games. San Jose opened as a favorite for this week. You don't think we're favored against Wyoming? Uh, I think they will be, yes. But they weren't favored this week. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. But they will be favored in their last two. Yeah. All right, another quick timeout here in the Full Court Press. Love to continue to get your reactions to the weekend that was. Uh, the uh, I don't know that – well, yes, there are a little bit of surprises in the Mountain West with that Wyoming win over Colorado State. That's kind of a rivalry game. Uh-huh, yeah. For sure. Uh, but uh, how about in college football? Uh, some games that went down to the wire that shouldn't have and some upsets that really caught a lot of people by surprise. We'll talk about that coming up next on the Full Court Press. Not sure what to give for a holiday gift? How about a gift card to Beehive Pub and Grill? Receive a free gelato with a $25 gift card purchase or a free burger or sandwich of your choice with a $50 gift card purchase. Your friends will love you even more when they receive their Beehive gift card. 
corporate promotions are also available. Open 11 to 9 weekdays and 11 to 10 Friday and Saturday. Beehive Pub and Grill is perfect for the holidays. This is Ryan at My Mattress. Look, I admit, in the past, we've been a little bit hard on Lewiston for not buying mattresses. All that has changed now. Lewiston has practically written in Telebed into their city bylaws. This makes us feel like celebrating. Hooray for Lewiston. You're finally sleeping better, Lewiston. We thought that you were all insomniacs. Now we can relax. Good job, Lewiston. I gotta tell you, though, I am concerned about Menden. My mattress by the new Walmart. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Open enrollment for individual health insurance is November 1st through January 15th. Coverage through the marketplace is still available with more tax credits making it even more affordable. We'll help you navigate the marketplace, understand your plan options, and complete enrollment and save big. Trying it on your own can be frustrating. Let us help. Call 752-9493. There's no cost to work with us. Having a local agent makes all the difference. Call 752-9493. Colonel? Good morning, sir. I see you found a way to keep our cannon out of the mud. Pavers, sir. As a mason, I used to lay them for courtyards and patios. Brilliant. Thank you. They hold up beautifully no matter how punishing the conditions. I can see that. Say, uh, after the war, think you'd be available to pave my patio at Mount Vernon? Stone pavers from Castellite really catch your eye. Do it yourself with the expert help at Castellite. For all your brick, block, rock, paver, and tile needs, go where the pros go, castellite.com. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Your team's in the locker room ready to get out there and play to win, but you see a player you don't recognize. They're wearing your jersey and even know your coach's name, but who are they? Would you let this stranger look at your team's playbook? That's exactly how phishing attacks work. In 2020, the number of phishing attacks against businesses doubled compared to the previous year. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson. Hey, a couple texts came through. 5242 predictions in three weeks for the championship. Dude, that's hard. Because, like, anything could shake in the next two, three the, weeks. These next three weeks. Yeah, I it, couldn't even it tell really you. It gets crazy. I mean, I, I hope it's Utah State, but, I mean, anything could happen. It's, it's going to be tough. Because San Diego State has, what did we say, Nevada, Nevada and, and they Boise. Nevada and Boise State. Utah State has San Jose and Wyoming back to back. And Wyoming, which they're not having a good season, but they doesn't make them any more dangerous. Utah State, two three zero five. It seems like no matter how bad they are, they never go away. Or what, who does Boise State have to play still? It seems like no matter how bad they are, they never go away. Uh, uh let's see, Boise State. They're, so, as we mentioned, they do have San Diego State to finish the season. Then they have, at home, Wyoming and New Mexico. So they have Wyoming this week, New Mexico next, and then they travel to San Diego State to finish it. Which, there's a chance that could come down to, yeah, who plays in the conference championship game. Yep, absolutely. Could be uh, could be really, really interesting 
how that's all going to shake out in three weeks. And nobody, I, I can't even predict it. I don't even want to predict it right now. I just feel like San Jose State alone is a headache in so many ways. Defensively, they're really good. Offensively, they're a nightmare, obviously. Nick Starkle's back. You know, like I said, they're they're 5-5. Five and five. They're looking at bowl eligibility. They can get a win here. It's There's a lot to play for for both sides. So it's going to be a big one on uh, Saturday night. <clears throat> on the – which Saturday night? This, this Saturday? This Saturday night. Oh, Utah State, San Jose, yes, yeah. Uh, so a couple of the games in college football over the weekend. Uh, how about Purdue? I Dude. mean, another game against a top five opponent, and they play spoiler once again. They did it earlier in the year to was it Iowa. Mm-hmm. And then they ruined Michigan State's year. Do Michigan State? You go from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows pretty quickly in seven in days. One span, yeah, in one week. That's got to make you just sick. Yeah, that's. But you know what? None of the teams really looked that great in the top five except for Georgia. Georgia, I mean, over Missouri, 43-6. to Alabama has to squeak out a six-point win over LSU. Yeah, LSU driving in that fourth quarter, almost looking like they They're going to tie it or even take the lead. Oregon doesn't look great against Washington, wins it by 10 anyways after a late touchdown. Ohio State with a uh, late touchdown wins 26-17 over Nebraska, who's all sorts of issues. Cincinnati needs two goal line stands to to hold off Tulsa. Unbelievable! None, none of them how those fumbles worked and uh, oh yeah, the, the Tulsa quarterback sliding into the end zone instead of just pushing forward into the end zone. What a wild finish! Speaking of wild finishes, North Carolina leads fourteen ten after one. Wake Forest leads thirty one twenty four after two. Uh, they lead what? I can't even look at this. Uh, I mean, they, 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 Wake Forest puts up 17 in the third, and North Carolina puts up 24 in the fourth, and they win 58-55 over Wake Forest. Unreal. Figure that out. <laughs> Play some defense, please. Notre Dame over Navy 34-6. Baylor gets upset by TCU 30-28. to yeah, And Baylor just lost their uh, assistant head coach, yeah. associate head coach. He's, He's going, going to be the Texas next coach Tech. at Texas Tech. Yeah. yeah, in the name of Gary Patterson, TCU gets a win. Uh, Texas A&M beats Auburn 20-3. to Auburn I can't figure out either, dude. They're all over the place. BYU beats a high school team, so congrats to them. Um, Ole Miss beats Liberty by 13. They looked, and they actually, they're up 24 nothing at half. Like, that game was over. Yeah, and there was a lot of trolling of the former head coach in that game. Yeah, so. Ole, Ole Miss has got to be better on the social media accounts. Mississippi State loses to Arkansas. Um, Anti-candy corn guy can't get a win over Arkansas. That's crazy. Tennessee beats Kentucky. Illinois beats Minnesota. Like Illinois, by the way, speaking of spoiler, Illinois beat two ring teams, Minnesota <laughs> and Penn State. That's unreal. Boise State beat Fresno, as you mentioned. San Diego State beat Hawaii. Pittsburgh beat Duke. So, I'm, in fact, is there any good games this week, man? Are we uh, Are we a week 11? Yep. Yeah, we are. Ooh, wow. Week 11, we got anything good? the first sounds of jingle bells that mark the official. Wow. If that was a TBA <laughs> commercial again, so help me. No. Oklahoma and Baylor at 10 a.m. Mississippi State and Auburn. There's some good games. Yeah, there are some good ones. Uh, a lot to, well, College Football Playoff Committee comes out with their new rankings tomorrow, tomorrow. night. Interesting to see Cincinnati, if Cincinnati will fall falls. to 8th. Yeah. Hey, we do need to take another quick time out. Some more thoughts about the weekend that was coming up next here on the Full Court Press. 
in this competitive job market. TTM Technologies is proud to be leading the way by increasing their starting wages to $17 to $20.90 per hour depending on position and shift. Plus, a $2,000 retention bonus after 180 days of employment. That's right, a $2,000 bonus. TTM Technologies is searching for career-minded candidates to fill multiple positions for day, swing, overnight and weekend shifts. Open positions include controller, wastewater treatment engineer, director of maintenance, production associates, machine operators, maintenance technicians and cam operators. Go to careers.ttmtech.com to learn more about our open positions. Employees of TTM Technologies enjoy incredible health benefits and cash incentives. In just your first year of employment, you're eligible for three weeks paid time off. After six months of employment, you are eligible for tuition reimbursement for full and part-time employees. You are also eligible immediately for health insurance, 401k, paid life and short-term disability insurance, plus quarterly and annual bonuses, and much more. Go to careers.ttmtech.com to apply. TTM Technologies is an equal opportunity employer. Crystal Vision, the gold medal winner of Best of Northern Utah, has a deal for you. They need to clear space for their new eyewear lines coming in, which means you can save 40% off of selected styles and brands of frames in stock that will fit your unique style and budget. Take in your current prescription and let Crystal Vision fit you into a new look. Let this be the year your glasses feel like they were made for you. Crystal Vision, on 14th North or online at crystalvision.com. Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. As a thank you for your trust and support since we opened our doors one year ago, we are excited to host a holiday service featuring a Jay Richards ensemble. We extend a special invite to anyone who is missing a loved one as they celebrate this holiday season. All are invited to attend on Thursday, December 2nd at 7 p.m. with refreshments to follow. Please give us a call or visit whitepinefunerals.com for more information. White Pine Funeral Services It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Hey, always the best prices on the best parts. You can always find them at your locally owned Preston of Providence Napa Auto Parts. Why are you laughing at me over there? Uh, you can stock up on Blue Heat Ice Melt. Gosh, it won't be long before you're going to need that. 50-pound bag, only $8. Look, there's snow in the forecast. Uh, how about a MaxiTrack Remote Control Crawler, $49.99. Uh, that and a whole lot more available at your locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. Uh, and uh, from Preston to Providence, and they sponsored the Dan Patrick Above the Noise segment. You did good, Eric. Did really good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad they don't want the air checks of those. I could just only imagine how bad it would be. <laughs> oh, man. Um, hey, uh, really, I I know we're about to wrap up here. Uh, Jazz, go 0-2, the Miami-Orlando set. Disappointing. I know, you know, on the road for a while, but you're a title-contending team. That shouldn't happen. The... Um the, the Miami one didn't surprise me so much because no. Miami's playing really good basketball. But I don't know if Jets played well in that game, too. They did. Uh, they had their chances. Um, Orlando, that does surprise me. Yeah. Like, that shouldn't happen. Because when we were down like 15 before the half, I was turned on to our, the game on the fan, and then all of a sudden we're up. Had a huge 13, second quarter. Yeah, and just let it led go. Led in the third quarter, and then just, I mean, they got outscored in the fourth 32 to 15. By the Magic, Eric. Yeah, by the Orlando Magic. By the Magic, man. Can you name one player on the Orlando Magic? No. 
Tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. Mo Bamba. What? He's the starting center. Yeah. Cole Anthony had uh, 33 points for the Magic to lead them in their win over the Jazz. Uh, we'll talk about more about that. Also get some comments from Jordan Love and Matt LaFleur after the year. Uh, get his uh, reactions to his first start in the NFL. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Aaron Rodgers' season in Green Bay has been compared to Michael Jordan's documentary, The Last Dance. Rodgers and receiver Devontae Adams would ride off into the sunset just like Michael and Scotty did in their final full season. Of course, Chicago won the title that year. Green Bay fans would take that. But if you watch the last episode, you know the Bulls dynasty fell apart the following year. Yesterday, the Packers got a glimpse of the future without Rodgers, and it didn't look pretty. Second-year player Jordan Love got the start against Kansas City and struggled. But to be fair, it was his first game, and he'll get better. But the game was a reminder of how hard it is or will be to replace Rodgers, whether it's next season or in three seasons. This has been a wild week and a wild season in Green Bay. You get the feeling that it will make for a great documentary someday, maybe a 30 for 30. Everyone in Green Bay hopes the 2021 portion has a happy ending, even if the franchise's future looks uncertain. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Aging can make it tough to lose weight and keep it off. That's why I want to tell you about the new M-Drive Lean, the first-of-its-kind protein powder formulated with Morosil, a clinically tested blood orange extract that supports weight loss. Visit mdrivedan.com, try it for yourself. They offer free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee, nothing to lose except for maybe some pounds. Lose weight, feel good. M-Drive Lean. Don't let age beat you mdrivedan.com that's mdrivedan.com the hottest rookies the biggest superstars the all-time greats there's only one place to collect them all panini trading cards as the exclusive trading card partner of the nfl and the nflpa panini america utilizes iconic brands like don Rusk and contenders delivering instant classic trading cards of the most popular players for autograph cards memorabilia rare inserts and rookie cards there's something for everyone in panini america packs start or continue your collection today at panini Always the best prices on the best parts at your locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. A five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic 530 motor oil, $19.99. Heavy-duty Napa 1540 engine oil, $12.49 a gallon. A 100-piece screwdriver set, $19.99. Stock up on Blue Heat Ice Melt, 50-pound bag, only $8. A Maxi Track Remote Control Crawler, $49.99. These deals and a whole lot more at any of the five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Dear John, uncontrolled high blood pressure is serious and I can quit whenever I want. But when I quit, you quit. Sincerely. Your heart. To get your high blood pressure to a healthy range, visit heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. KLGN Logan, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. We are. Here's what you need to know. Week 9 of the NFL season wraps up tonight as the Chicago Bears are in Pittsburgh to face the Steelers. The Bears will not have running back Damian Williams. However, running back David Montgomery has been activated from the IR. He'll play tonight. Linebacker Cleo Mack 
out for a second straight week with a foot injury. The Steelers should have Ben Roethlisberger despite a sore shoulder. Tight end Eric Ebron, though, not playing. He's got a bad hamstring and is inactive. Kickoff in the Steel City at 8.15 Eastern. Seattle quarterback Russell Wilson has been cleared to play and is expected to start next week in Green Bay. He's missed the last three games with a finger injury. The Raiders have released defensive back Damon Arnett after a video surfaced of him with a weapon and making threats. That's the second 2020 first-round pick the club has released in a week following the Henry Ruggs incident last week. Scott Frost ain't at Nebraska. Athletic Director Trev Alberts restructuring Frost's contract but said the head coach will return in 2022. I'm Ralph Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Eggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead! He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson with you here on a Monday. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, America. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Eric, um, while I was on the trip, I may have talked to a few individuals. The Spring Utah State Athletics Hall of Fame class will be the greatest Hall of Fame induction class ever in Utah State Athletics history and will stay that way forever. It will never be matched ever again. Really? Those are pretty bold words. It's flat out true. When uh, I don't, I think they're announcing it soon, not sure when, but when that athletics class uh, is announced, you will see why, and it is. The greatest USU Athletics Hall of Fame class we will ever have or see ever again. I mean, Eric Franson just went in this last year. So how do you top having an Eric Franson in the, in the class? So many ways you can top it. Thank the Lord, too, by the way. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to hear it from you. <laughs> hey, if you want to chime in, we'd love to hear from you on our text line, 435-339-0321. Phone line's also open. Welcome to call there, 435-752-1069. But a couple texts did come through during our uh, Dan Patrick segment. 9948. Not sure if you're talking uh, the Utah Jazz. I still stand with what I said last year during the playoffs. Jazz need to unload Mike Connolly. He is far from reliable. It's not been a problem this year. It's uh, He's not playing because of injury. It's They're just the not playing him to prevent LeBron's injury. doing the same thing. LeBron's doing the same thing. Um LeBron could be out four to eight weeks now with an abdominal strain. Yeah. Anthony Davis has done that before. Tim Duncan did it a lot, much to, much to his chagrin. You know, Parker, Ginobili, Leonard does it. I mean, yeah, it happens as they get older. Uh, four four seven four. I don't know if you guys know this, but the freshman that starts at tight end for Georgia, one of eight candidates for the John Mackey Award, is the son of two Aggie legends. Brock Bauer's dad, Warren, was a stud center in football, and his mom is an Aggie Hall of Fame softball pitcher, Deanna Earsley Bowers. No kidding. That's pretty cool. That is cool. He ends up at Georgia. Wonder why. So two amazing athletes from Utah State, but he goes to Georgia. Yeah, yeah, but do you blame him? Yeah, I mean, like, hey, do you want to come to Georgia and play SEC football, or do you want to go to Utah State and uh, play for a national championship? 
play in the SEC national championship. It's hard to say no to that. Can't blame him. Yep. Five eight seven nine. Uh, no, I disagree. Forget the Jazz regular season. We need to set ourselves to make a playoff run. Problem is, we try that and then we lose in the second round, anyways. What's the point? So they're they're not they're not out there you know, running themselves ragged, trying to make sure they get every win in the regular season. It's okay if they get a few losses. Yes, true. But you got to win in the playoffs. Can't keep going like the second round and out. No, that's true. <clears throat> <clears throat> that's what bugs me so most. far away. Oh, I know. We're in, geez, that's November. We're not even to the dog days of basketball yet. No, but we're three weeks into the regular season now, and um, right now the uh, sorry, I'm a little slow here to load this up. But right now the Western Conference, the number one team in the Western Conference, the number one team in the NBA, the Golden State Warriors, without Clay Thompson. And Steph Curry's not really even playing his best basketball. The number one team in the East are the Philadelphia 76ers. No Ben Simmons, who apparently is now finally agreeing to meet with a team mental health specialist, but he's still getting fined. Um, still a weird <laughs> issue so there. Hysterical. And now, and now Embiid's out, Now right? Embiid is in COVID protocols. He's sick. They're 8-2. and two. Miami Heat... Brooklyn Nets behind them. But uh, in the West, Dallas, they're in the third position behind the Jazz. Where are the Lakers at? The Lakers are 5-5. Five and five. They're in currently 10th. And they're playing like they're the 10th best team. Yeah, absolutely. And it probably will get worse before it yeah. gets better. It's uh, it's an adventure every night with them. <laughs> nine nine four eight. Connolly won't be healthy for the playoffs anyways. True. Yes. Uh, six seven eight nine. What are the odds we have our two best scores limping along again for this year's playoffs? God, that's a good question. I want to see Donovan stay healthy. I, mm. uh, here's the thing. What are the? I think the odds are 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 less than they were a year ago because this team has more depth. We haven't even Rudy Gay's got to get healthy and he's got to come back and help the team, but. Uh, once he does, I think they've they've solved a lot of depth issues. Six seven eight nine says the odds are low. I'll answer it myself. I, I'd love to see a team healthy like this team could be in the playoffs and see what damage they could do. It's just we always catch the injury bug towards the playoffs. Happens every time. Uh, five two. Well, it happens to every team. The question is, how well have you prepared the yeah. other guys to step up? Five two four two. RJ can't say we when referring to the Jazz because all I want them to do, all he wants them to do, is move to Las Vegas. I'm just preparing you guys. Five eight seven nine. Did you? I'm just going to move on. Did you guys see a bunch of Boise fans getting a fight with fans at the I Fresno do. game? BJ Reigns. I saw no, the video on Twitter. Oh, dude, they were slugging it out. Now, funny enough, like Fresno's like, oh, it was a bunch of Boise State fans who were drunk. You know, swearing at us and calling us names. Boise State fans and BJ Reigns. Uh, yeah, I saw Fresno State fans start slugging uh, Boise State fans, so uh, the Boise State fans retaliated. I don't know who started what, but it was a good fight. Man, there was bodies all over the place. <laughs> Stay classy, guys. Yeah, 9948. What are the 
what are oh, excuse me, why are players so soft these days? Stockton and Malone never missed, and that was when basketball was actually physical. Yeah, those days were great. Awesome. They're never going to happen again. But the players didn't have it was rare to have players have as long a careers as as Carl and John. Too. Yeah. For the same team, by the way. Yeah. Man, those were the good days. Nine nine four eight spot on. Those were the great days of basketball. I was actually I'm rewatching the Last Dance, um, and yeah, basketball was so much fun back then. I I really enjoyed that, but it also tarnished uh, Michael Jordan for me. Did it? Yes. Why? Uh, even as he could have been gracious or just you know reflective on things that were but he came across as a very bitter old man even 20 years later bitter how oh just how he talked down about different guys and look situations. here's the thing is do you know what every great player was a bleepity bleep every great player john elway bleepity bleep joe montana bleepity bleep tom brady probably a bleepity bleep kobe Bryant, definitely one of those guys michael jordan one of those guys. But that's what happens when you document yourself and your career with your team. In fact, on November 16th, that documentary of the man in the arena with Tom Brady that's coming out on ESPN Plus probably won't be as detailed as what you saw with The Last Dance. But I think you'll see points of where Tom Brady was just ripping on Julian Edelman. Danny Amendola probably tore apart his receiving core every now and then. Peyton Manning, definitely one of those guys. It's a price they pay, right? Yeah. To, to get yeah. people where they need to be in order to win at a very high level. Sometimes you just have to be a jerk. Mm-hmm. And that, that's not just true in sports. That can be true in business, too. Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, those guys are not nice dudes. Uh, well, Steve Jobs was not a nice... Everything I've read, learned, and watched about him, he was a jerk. Like, top of the line... Egomaniac, egotistical, and well documented that Bezos is like that too. Yeah, six, seven, eight, nine. Players are are now. Players now are not soft. Look at the space they play at now. I dislike. I dislike that take. Players now aren't soft. Look at the pace they play at now. True, players in the NBA back then could not keep up at the pace that is. They're got them. They. They're more athletic now than they were then. Back then, you would never see a seven-footer rolling out to hit a three. You Never. Never. It was unheard of. But Dirk Nowitzki changed that. Do the referees make it soft? Well, certainly how they call the game has changed, too. Um, you, you can't really breathe on a guy. I mean, they were pushing and shoving and fights routinely in the NBA. And the only thing they would do is say, go to the bench. They might kick a guy out, but now if there's anything like that, man, it's a big deal. Speaking of documentaries, have you watched that Mouse of the Palace on Netflix? Yes. <laughs> that was really interesting. <laughs> oh, man. That's unreal. 5338, I abhor fighting in the stand. Sign Ron Artest. Okay. <laughs> Calm down. Right on cue. Right on cue. Uh, let's see. 9948, I have... Actually had a great Monday so far. It's still young, though, because I'm headed home to watch my Bears play the Steelers. Hey, we're praying for you, buddy. Okay, keep your head high. <laughs> All right, just keep your head high. 
Uh, two storied programs having very mediocre seasons. Yes, absolutely. Well, wait. Bears were a storied program? Well, Eric, we're in 2021, <laughs> I guess man. in the 80s they were a storied Okay, there we go. Program. <laughs> 9995. You cannot compare the athleticism between generations. It is always tough. Because, I mean, the, while there is a lot of crazy athleticism now, as others noted, they're, they're not as physical. Yeah. As it was back then, but you'd have a six-six power forward who was just big and beefy and box guys out. Now, if you're six-six, that's a that's a point guard. Uh, zero three six six. I don't think it's fair to compare players from any sport more than ten years apart. The games are always changing and evolving, and it's just un it's an unfair thing to do. It, it, but can it be unfair in basketball? I mean, it's still the same game, isn't it? When they put together, you know, these like the NBA has done their their top seventy five players or whatever, which was horrible list. By the should way. they should they be doing it by? I, I like this thought, like in ten or fifteen year, maybe even twenty year increments, or the average lifespan of a of a player of the NBA. In in the nineties, the best players were or this X Y and Z seventies, eighties, and nineties. Right in the two yeah. thousands, in the twenty tens. And so, like, we recognize the players for the era they played in. And that's what bugged me about the NFL Top 100 is that, dude, they left some – like, Drew Brees got left off that list. Drew Brees got left off that list. Uh, they left a lot of incredible players on, off there, and they put some really questionable players on there. Like, Calvin Johnson was on that list. Don't think he should have been. Um, I, I don't know. It's it's weird. Like the dynasty of the Patriots, I think almost all of them are off that list except for Tom Brady and John Hanna back from the eighties and seventies. Like made no sense. And well, yeah, you're right. Earlier this year, I mean a lot of people are making a big deal about uh you know, Fitzpatrick's numbers are just as good or better than Troy Aikman's. Mm-hmm. But Troy Aikman's regarded as this one of the great quarterbacks. Yeah. And Fitzpatrick's a journeyman who can never stay anywhere in the NFL. Uh I know we're rolling way off a train path here. Speaking of greats, and we might have to do this on Friday. Where do you rank Devin Tompkins as one of the greatest offensive skill position players in Utah State history? Guy's about to set an NCAA record, by the way. He's on pace to do it, at least. And he's on pace to crush crush Kevin Curtis's record. In fact, we were on the bus. There was a few of us. And we were debating who's better, Kevin Curtis or Devin Tompkins. We honestly had a heated debate. Well, not heated, but a very spirited debate about it. Where, like, like honestly, where do you put Devin Tompkins, man? And But he had, well, he didn't have a more, I think his quarterback talent was about the same as what Kevin Curtis had. Would you say? Yeah. Um, and... The talent that Devin's going up against now is better than what Curtis was doing against back when he was playing. Yes. Easily, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Again, eras, generations, how do you rank it? Uh, A slew of texts came through here, Eric. Let's let's go 0366. Do you think Babe Ruth could hit Mariano Rivera? Yes, I do. Yeah. He would definitely swing hard. He'd go after it. Yeah. And, I mean, you take his bat that he was using. Was it, was it like 36 inches or something? It was huge. Yeah. 
I think he could have hit it. I don't know what if he could, I don't know what he would have done with it, but two six zero three. Remember a minute bowls game when he had two threes in a game? That was a true start of uh, Biggs <laughs> shooting threes. Do you remember when Vladi Divac hit a three against the Jazz in the playoffs? Do you remember that? I do. It's like, what in the world is happening? First time I ever swore in front of my father. (laughs) Last time I ever did. But it was the first time, and it was well worth it. I was pissed. Yeah. 9995 is the science and nutrition and technology behind sports that has changed the game and has made or helped contribute to to today's athletic players. It's a great point. Yeah. Right. I mean, the whole science about how to maintain your body in the offseason – Rest and recovery, the importance of sleep and nutrition. I mean, there were in the '80s. There were guys that were like it's the last dance. Michael Jordan came onto a team that was doing drugs in the hotel after yeah. the game, smoking cigarettes, and just. I mean, they were not taking care of their bodies whatsoever. Do you think Tom Brady could have survived as long as he has now if he would have played in the '80s and '90s? No. Me neither. No, the rule is vastly different about what you can and cannot do to a quarterback. Me neither. I think he would have lasted. There were some roughing the passer calls this past weekend that it's like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Let's just put a red jersey on them or put little flags on their belts, (laughs) and this is getting ridiculous. They, uh, I I think Tom Brady maybe would have lasted eight years, and he would have been done. Eight years. Uh, 0366, we already went through that one. 4781, Calvin Johnson shouldn't have been on that list. Did you ever actually watch him play? That guy was insane. I don't see any other wide receiver who ever got double teamed from the line of scrimmage. But he was, hey, but he had such a short career. That's what How would you so define bad. a short career? How long did he play? I'm not entirely sure. Great receiver, absolutely. But, man, to be on the top 100 and make that list. Ah. Nine seasons. 471. You'd have a short career if you played for the Lions. Definitely right. Barry Sanders did. How long did Barry Sanders last in the NFL, Eric? Was he 10? Uh, Oh, he's a little bit longer than that, actually. I don't know. It was cut short. Was it cut short or did he quit? He quit. He stopped. Ten seasons. You're right. Ten years. Man. He easily could have gone a lot longer than that. Nine nine four eight. Maybe that's the key to being tough in the NBA. Do drugs like the Bulls. <laughs> Dude. I, I, Michael that, Jordan showed up and said, this is, I'm not yeah, going to stick he around out? for this. Yeah. yeah, he walked out. Like, And they're like, okay, we got a pretty special player here. We got to make some changes. I, You know what's crazy? Like, I think guys like <laughs> Larry Bird. I don't know how he did it back then. John Stockton, Carl Malone, Kevin McHale. I don't know how those guys were able to play in such a physical era back then and last as long as they did. No idea, man. That's what was so amazing about those players. Well, but as was mentioned, the pace of the game was different too. I mean, you'd run down to the court and you'd get into a long set and you'd you'd, you'd toss it into the low post and let your big man back him down. So it was a different pace of play. The number of possessions and your time up and down the court was different. So those guys weren't putting as many miles on their body as the guys are today. Uh, let's see here. 5-2-4-2. When is or when or is DT getting drafted? I've been asked this a couple of times actually in the last couple of days. Um, oh, 
he's good. He's phenomenal. But for his size, and this is just the gospel according to Ajay, Eric, for his size, he's going to need to return some punts. And, I mean, he'll play the slot position, and he'd be great. There are a dime a dozen like him. Tough, mentally-minded, physically tough kids, willing to go up and get any ball for you. He's gonna need to. He's gonna need to be able to return punts too. I agree. Uh, I'd love to see him in the NFL, but I'm more it's one thing that he cannot have anything to do with or change, and that is his height. Yep, he's got to be able to return punts. Uh, he's, uh, I, just, <clears throat> I don't see. It'd be hard to make the kind of p- plays that he makes in the at the college level in the NFL. Uh, but I, did, did, could he get drafted? I don't know. This year, no. I just think it's too deep of a class in the in, in the position in the skill position players. So I don't think this year. But if he stayed another year, maybe after that, I know that's risky. Um, because you don't want to injure yourself in college and have it all go away. But oh, man, it'd be tough. Uh, see here, two six oh three. Imagine Bird in today's game. He'd eat LeBron's lunch. Oh, Jordan LeBur or LeBird. Jordan, Larry Bird, um, Magic Johnson would average 30, 40 a game. Double doubles. He'd eat LeBron's lunch? I don't know about that. LeBron is much bigger physical specimen. Dude, we're talking about Larry Bird. I know. And Larry Bird played some pretty tough defenses back in the day and handled them really well. LeBron's not... He'd take LeBron. LeBron is an incredible athlete. He would... He would not eat LeBron. Yes, lunch. he would. I disagree. Yes, he would. He'd have twenty-two and thirteen assists by the end of the third, without even breaking a sweat. And and I love what some of the people are saying. Uh, in two six zero three, Bird would get in his head and make him cry. He's the number one trash talker. <laughs> Bird would. Bird would make him eat crap. No way. No way. I think I think Larry Bird would have his all day. Over LeBron. Hot take. Steph over Magic. Once Steph's career is over. Yeah. Steph over Magic. Actually, now that I say that, I sound kind of stupid. Steph Curry over Magic Johnson? Yeah. Once his career's over? Uh, Magic Johnson went to... Uh, how many rings does Magic have? Three? Steph has Three. Steph as cre- Steph will go down as a playmaker. Will have That's scored, it. Will have scored more points than Magic Johnson. Steph invented today's game. Steph invented today's game. Steph over Magic. Whew. I gotta think about that one. I would definitely, definitely take Bird over LeBron. All day, every day, three times on Sunday. Bird would eat him alive. And he, oh, God, yeah. Now, he played trash. Like, I mean, Bird played against some great defenses like the Pistons, the Bulls. Um, I wouldn't call somebody like Dominique Wilkins a good defender. Oh, yeah, I was wrong. Magic Johnson had five NBA championships. I was going to say. So my bad. Uh, four seven eight one. LeBron is a pansy. Bird would put fifty on him. Yes. <laughs> five four five two. The baby cannot handle any contact. He wouldn't have made it back in in the day. I would agree on that. Two six zero three. Magic did have five. You corrected Eric. Thank you. Uh, six seven eight nine. Bird would retire at thirty three with back problems. Magic would be Russell Westbrook. Couldn't shoot. 
LeBron would have been even better in the 80s and 90s. Physicality would have been. Benef- I agree. He, no, he what? Dude, he goes to the lane and he gets he gets a fingernail on him and he's screaming at the ref. Larry Bird goes to the hole, gets put in a headlock, gets body dropped onto the court, and still puts in the ball off the glass. LeBron game. LeBron James gets pushed around every time he goes to the uh, the hole. I mean, he is he is. Teams are more physical with LeBron than anybody else in the league because they know he's big and physical, and because that's the only way they can stop him. I'm just saying, like I watched Larry Bird play. And no, you didn't. Yes, no, I did. I watched like highlight reels and films. Guy could, guy could get in your head and eat you alive. Uh, all right, you got something else going on over there. Uh, a couple other texts that have come through. Two six zero three. Imagine LeBron against the Bad Boy Pistons. Wait, hmm, that would have been that would have been fun. Wait, read that again. I'm sorry, I missed it. Imagine LeBron against the Bad Boy Pistons. Oh, that would have been yummy. But the Bad Boy Pistons ate a ate alive the greatest player in NBA history, Michael Jordan. LeBron didn't have LeBron doesn't have the mental toughness to last. To until deal with that. until Michael Jordan put on pounds and he became more physical and sure, but there's a mental toughness to, to deal with it. You have to be mentally tough, and 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 LeBron is not mentally tough. No way. 6391. LeBron is a product of the era. He complains because he gets away with it. He wouldn't be like that in the 80s and 90s. Interesting. Okay. 5242. This could get really good. All right, sorry. Let's go 6789 really quick. We'll go back to 5242. 6789. He's a wuss because he can be. It's the current rules. You're on crack <laughs> if you think LeBron's body wouldn't have made him an absolute animal back in the day. Yes. He couldn't take the physicality mentally. That Physically, he's great. He's a specimen of, of, of like unlike any other. But it's the mental... Just the toughness that he doesn't have. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. How kidding. many NBA Finals has this guy play. been to with different teams? Oh my gosh! That, you don't think that requires mental toughness, dude? When he gets every call in the book and he gets his way every single game, no, absolutely not. Five two four two. Who's your all-time starting five NBA? Each of you. He's got Steph, M. De LeBron, Duncan, Shaq. I've got MJ's on the list. Which MJ? Michael Jordan? Magic Johnson? There's only one MJ. No one called Magic Johnson MJ. Okay. Michael Jordan. Shaquille O'Neal's on my list. At point guard, I don't know. I'd probably... Who do you take? Who are you taking? Okay, I'll take Steph as my all-time point guard. I need a power forward, huh? Carl Malone. Is that four? So you got Steph, MJ. Malone and Shaq. So you're, you need a small forward or a shooting guard. God, that's tough, man. It is tough. I'll take Bird. <laughs> five, four, five, two. Eric, who else is known as MJ? Yeah. Come on. Like, what, were you asking me that question? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, man. 6789. Like I said, on crack, AJ. 5242. Yeah, yeah, sorry, he said uh, Steph, MJ, LeBron, Duncan. Duncan would have been good. Uh, 4781. Le- let's see. Carmelo would have <laughs> teabagged the crap out of LeBron while dunking on him. 
6891 Laflop gets a broken fingernail and is out for a few weeks. Crybaby. Uh, the, okay, that's more in the, the last two years. This guy has been was... one of the healthiest players in the NBA. 2603. Point guard Stockton and Magic. Shooting guard MJ, Bird, Malone, Shaq. Hard not to take Stockton as your assist, man. It's true. I, I think Stockton, he'd set everybody else up. He'd make them all look better. 3537. Read this one. Le- LeBron can put bully ball Bird, but Bird could out finesse Braun all day. I take Bird on a team of five guys. Eric, who's your starting five? Uh, I put Stockton at the point. Um, man. I put Michael Jordan as my shooting guard. It's uh, also known as MJ. Jeez Louise. Kill. <laughs> uh, small forward. Gosh. That's really good. That's one of the most. I put Kobe Bryant. Oh, shoot. Um, yeah, I might, I, I might have messed up there. Good one. Power good call. forward. Good call. Power forward, I put Carl Malone. And at center, I put Shaquille. So we left off Kareem. So, we left off Wilt. We left off Bill Russell. And we're taking, I, I mean, Shaq was the most dominating big man to ever play the basketball game. Just so ever. dominant. Such ever, a dominating ever, force. Ever. Bird is one of the most pure shooters in the game. Ever. I'm taking Bird. Michael Jordan is the greatest player to play the game. Taking him. Uh, Steph Curry is one of the greatest shooters from distance in the game. Steph Curry. LeBron has did not have the does not have the mental toughness. Did not have the mental toughness. You put him against the Bad Boy Pistons. You put him against the '97 Jazz. I mean, and and honestly, it doesn't matter who's guarding him. Like Rodman would have messed him up. Rodman would have beat the crap out of him. And if it wasn't Rodman, it was gonna be Rodman, Bill Lambeer. Uh, and Isaiah Thomas, and then somewhere along the line, Joe Dumars comes in and clocks him. Like, there's five different guys who would have beat LeBron up that night. Mentally, he would have just fell Dude, apart. He had Carl Malone's body, but played like Kobe Bryant. He, he had the physical power. And, Again, and I'm not saying it's finesse. a physical question. Like, the physicality is not a question for me. You're right. Well, you're talking He's about them beating sp- him up. No, I'm saying the mental, like, the mental toll it would take on LeBron. LeBron does is not a mentally tough basketball player. How can you say that? I, are you, he his his career everything. run of all his he times in the NBA championships. Every, and, oh, okay. He's three and six in titles, or what is it? Four, yeah, three and six, or four and seven. That's a that's a lot of NBA Finals appearances for one guy. Sure, and he lost with a bunch of different teams. You can't be mentally soft and not do that. He's. If if it gets hard, that's when he gets bad. That's when he can't handle it. Don't you remember him having cramps because the AC was off in San Antonio? Don't you remember him standing in the corner while the Dallas Mavericks throttled that other four-man team and left the big three to be the B, big two of Dwayne and Bosch? Uh, six, seven, eight, nine. LeBron is the second-best player of all time after playing in an era that is almost diametrically opposed to the style that would benefit him most. Crack. <laughs> <laughs> Six three nine one. I think Dirk deserves consideration for the starting four. I could go Dirk. Uh, I probably should have put LeBron on my starting four. You don't stop it, Eric. I think I'd put him, Eric. So Stockton, MJ. So now you're throwing on Stockton. I had him before. Oh yeah, you did. Stockton, 
Michael Jordan. Why Stockton over Magic? Magic was a greater playmaker. Yeah, but Stockton, uh, career steals guy, career assist guy. He'd he set could D your up. team up. He could D he'd up. He'd set him up. That's true. He could D up and really then he'd, with yeah, anybody, he'd too. Steal the ball. Yeah. he. That's a great point. So I'd go Stockton, Michael Jordan. I think I'm going to put uh, LeBron in over uh, Kobe. I'll put LeBron in as a small forward, Carmelo Malone, and then uh, Shaq. That's a pretty good starting five. Four seven eight one. What's LeBron's finals record again? Guy chokes under pressure in today's soft game, and in the old days, he never would have made it to the conference finals. Two six zero three. It's hard to get a. It's hard to get a good read on LeBron where he didn't grow up in the seventies. He wouldn't have played on ESPN while in high school. Would have had to play college ball and may have been tougher due to growing up differently. Five two four two. New question: Top players of all. Top five players of all time. I mean that's that's a different debate. I don't know where you start. MJ's number one for me. Shaq's on that list. Stockton's on that list. Ah, uh, actually, Stockton didn't win a championship. Magic's probably no, on that list. Never won a ring. Two six zero three. Do you think we can see these matchups in heaven? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Dude, if, yeah, if there's one request when I get to the pearly gates, hey, who's playing tonight? Let me in. 5452. Dislike for Eric is growing by a second as he gushes over LeBron. <laughs> I'm Couldn't just, agree more. I'm just trying to Couldn't be agree real. Couldn't agree more. I'm just trying to be real. All right. I got to go. Stats. Numbers. Someone's not going to be happy to see I don't, me when I get to where I'm going, I don't by love the way. LeBron. I'm just... We you have do to be, love LeBron. You're like, oh, I don't. LeBron could handle this. But LeBron I think we have to be on the objective as to his accomplishments, and you can't ignore them. I'm not ignoring his accomplishments. I think he's a great player. I just don't think he'd be good back in that day or against that kind of team, against that kind of play. I, I don't know there's very many players in today's NBA who would thrive in oh, 80s and no. 90s basketball, but LeBron would be. I think Steph could. I think Steph could. If he had the right coach. All right, you got to go. We got more to get to. Uh, I want to get to uh, the comments after the game between the Green Bay Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Matt LaFleur, Jordan Love, even Andy Reid weighed in. Mm -hmm. uh, get some of their comments and uh, your reactions as well and about how, how people are reacting to Jordan Love today, the day after. Really, I think it's unfortunate and embarrassing. Um, but want to get your reactions to it as well. Maybe I'm off. That's <laughs> five four five two. It's uh, the dislike. Maybe growing in other areas too. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, love to get your texts on our Guild Mortgage text line four three five three three nine zero three two one. The Logan Holiday Gift Show at the Riverwoods Conference Center is Friday and Saturday, November twelfth and thirteenth. The perfect place to kick off your holiday shopping. Your entire family will love the hundreds of ideas and wonderful treats. Clothing, books, jewelry, purses, home and holiday decor, baby items, and so much more. Don't miss Logan's premier holiday gift show, the Logan Holiday Gift Show, Friday and Saturday, November 12th and 13th at the Riverwoods Conference Center. Start your holiday shopping off right. Don't miss it. 
The Elements Restaurant is serving a plated Thanksgiving dinner this year with all the holiday classics. Herb roasted turkey breast with a sage turkey gravy, garlic whipped potatoes, and whipped sweet potatoes, traditional cornbread stuffing, and delicious warm rolls. And for dessert, choose between pumpkin pie, pecan pie, or apple pie galette. Let the Elements serve your family a delicious Thanksgiving feast while you spend the day enjoying family and friends. Primetime fills up quickly. Reserve online today at theelementsrestaurant.com or call 750-5171. I'm here with Jay Broadbent from Alpine Home Medical. Jay, I hear your ads for CPAP resupply all the time. What do I need to do to just get that taken care of? It's easy. We can set up your CPAP resupply within a few minutes. We'll work out all the insurance for you, and then we'll start mailing the supplies straight to your door. You can even chat with a CPAP specialist online. Just visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. We'll have you sleeping better in no time. Alpine Home Medical, we bring wellness home. Not sure what to give for a holiday gift? How about a gift card to Beehive Pub and Grill? Receive a free gelato with a $25 gift card purchase or a free burger or sandwich of your choice with a $50 gift card purchase. Your friends will love you even more when they receive their Beehive gift card. Corporate promotions are also available. Open 11 to 9 weekdays and 11 to 10 Friday and Saturday. Beehive Pub and Grill is perfect for the holidays. Ascent Aesthetics is a premier aesthetic practice. Doctors Benyon Blotter and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat are proud to offer you a professional aesthetics team. The Ascent team is passionate about education, best techniques, products, procedures, and services. If you're looking for help with Botox, fillers, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical grade facials, or skincare, Ascent will help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. See which Ascent service is right for you and learn more at AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com. The holidays bring family, friends and parties and more. How important is it to you to know that your house is sparkling clean this holiday season? Trust ChemDry of Northern Utah's hot carbonating extraction process to ensure your home is the cleanest, healthiest environment for your family gatherings this season. From carpets to hardwood floors to furniture and even granite countertops for baking. This is Daryl with Northern Utah ChemDry. Call us for some amazing holiday deals and happy Thanksgiving. ChemDry of Northern Utah. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. I thought he had, he had a good poise and, um, uh, I, you know, for his first start against a complicated defensive look like Spags can present, um, I thought he handled himself well. That's Kansas City Chiefs coach Andy Reid commenting on uh, Jordan Love's first career start for the uh, Green Bay Packers. Uh, look, wasn't stellar for Jordan, no. Uh, he played as good as Patrick Mahomes. I haven't heard any criticism of Patrick Mahomes today. Jordan threw a pick. Mahomes didn't. Okay. They both threw a touchdown. Both uh, threw about for the same amount of yards. Jordan actually threw for more. Um, so I, I, the the level of criticism coming down on Jordan Love today is embarrassing. Uh, we've seen it in national media. 
on this radio station with various different people on uh, from Dan Patrick to Colin Coward, different people that they had on to Doug Gottlieb. It was catastrophic. It was a worst-case scenario for Green Bay. No, it wasn't. Stop. It's That's ridiculous. The guy, yeah, he missed some reads. Sure. There were some passes that could have gone a little better. The blitz packages were coming at him, and he he the, the throws to to Adams, um, on the sidelines just just didn't quite work. But the touchdown pass was great. Uh, ran the ball pretty well when he needed to. Why aren't we talking about the the missed field goals and the other missed opportunities? Look, before the game last week, we talked about how. Sunday's game for Jordan Love should be as much of an indictment or a celebration of uh, Matt LaFleur as it is about Jordan Love. How is he going to game plan to help his this young quarterback get in a rhythm and find some success? I don't feel like he really did that. Uh, I thought they ran the ball pretty well. Defensively, they kept themselves in it, so give them credit for that. But it didn't really seem like Jordan Love ever got into a good rhythm where he was able to gain confidence. Against a Kansas City defense, it really isn't that great. I know Andy Reid's trying to talk up his own defense with all these exotic, you know, really great defensive schemes that his guys do. But let's be honest, Kansas City has not been great defensively this year. So Matt LaFleur actually taking some blame after the game. I have to give him credit for that, how he handled that. This is some comments that he made uh, after the loss in Kansas City. It wasn't necessarily um, any one person. It, it, there's a lot to to get corrected, but I just think, again, squarely, th- this thing falls on me and uh, just not having a good enough plan to go out there versus that pressure, um, especially with a young quarterback. Yeah, so... I appreciate that. I appreciate that uh, perspective. Uh, he, you know, Jordan Love, uh, well, let's get to some of his comments and then we'll kind of wrap this up. But um, some more from Matt LaFleur before we get to Jordan Love. And that Aaron Rodgers likely could be cleared as early as Saturday and could be available to play. And if he is cleared, he will be the starter on Sunday. So that, but that means that Jordan Love's going to get all the reps and practice this week. If he's not available till, uh, you know, at the end of the week or whatever, somebody's going to take the reps. So uh, again, it'll be a great opportunity for Jordan to continue to grow as a quarterback and and get those reps. Um, and then you know we'll see where we're at at the end of the week. Everybody's trying to compare Jordan Love to other rookie quarterbacks right now. Here's the stark difference. These rookie quarterbacks have been known as the starters for weeks or even had all of fall camp knowing that they were going to be the starters. They've had all this time to develop rapport and timing and relationships with their offensive line, their running backs, their wide receivers, be in those film rooms knowing they're the number one quarterback. Jordan Love found out on Tuesday he's going to be the starting quarterback. Yes, he's been in the Green Bay system for a year. But how much of that time has he 
been able to practice with the ones and be able to have the mindset that he's going to be the guy. It's a very different standard being applied to him that's really, really unfair. Uh, Matt LaFleur, again, uh, some comments and uh, compliments of Jordan Love on how this will prove an opportunity for Jordan to get better. I thought all in all, just, you know, the environment, uh, the amount of pressure that he took and the hits that he took and to stand in there and still deliver the ball and give us an opportunity at the end of the game. I I thought that was, um, he showed a lot of resiliency and I think that's a, a great quality to have in a quarterback. Yeah, good to see him do that. Good to see him able to, to stick in there and, and try to make something happen. Uh, 5338 on our Guild Mortgage text line. Did you see Jordan Love's girlfriend and mother sitting in the Bob Huker seats? Yes, they were on the very top row there at uh, Arrowhead. And Look, a lot of people are making a big deal about that, but uh, there you should have some better seats available to for your opponents when they come to town. You don't put them all the way in the top top row uh that was pretty bush league um but i get it it's it's your stadium for kansas city you don't want to provide the the best seats but you can find something better than that can't you that was a little embarrassing that was a bad look but hey his mom has been awesome coming to every game he's been in many trips to logan to watch him at utah state she'd go on road trips to support him as well it's an awesome relationship that he has with his mom uh, four seven eight one. Jordan Love got gun shy when he got pressured, just like he did in college. Uh, a little bit. He did have that issue at Utah State. If teams threw high pressure at him, um, he was. That's when he was very different quarterback. Um, Kansas City did bring a lot of pressures after him, and so that's. Something he's got to get better at if he wants to continue to play at this level. That's for darn sure. But uh, but still, I, I think that the criticism coming after him is really unfair. Six eight nine one. From what I watched, Love didn't look too bad. It looked like his first official start at a tough place to play. I agree. Why can't we just say that? Why can't we just leave it at that? First start at the NFL level in a place that can be tough. That's uh, a Kansas City's not what they were a year ago. Their defense is not that great, but still, it's a tough place to play. Uh, Jordan Love, uh, after the game, taking ownership and uh, how he failed to take advantage of an opportunity. Really disappointed. Um, obviously, you never know when that opportunity is going to come, and I got it today, and not being able to go win that game and uh, obviously we had a lot of chances on offense. Defense played a really good game. Uh, gave us a lot of chances and I think that's what's most disappointing is I wasn't able to execute and uh, as a team you know we weren't able to go finish and get some more points on the board early um, and it was just too little too late at the end so it is very disappointing. Uh, yes. But look, Jordan's a smart kid. He's not even a kid. He's a smart guy. But he's he'll get this figured out if he's given the chance. The the tough thing about this is he has been the object of controversy since day one at no fault of his own. I get it. Here is an opportunity to put all that criticism to bed 
uh, and it didn't really go that great for him. It didn't go catastrophic, as some are trying to say, but it certainly could have gone better. Uh, he said that uh, he really wasn't nervous about the game until uh, he started to take the field, and and then he got the jitters and he could feel the butterflies. But as the game went on, his confidence grew. I think just being able to get a couple deeper throws down the field um, and see those completed, um, I think that helped me a lot. And uh, obviously just being able to get the ball out quicker too. Um, we picked up some more quick game stuff. You know, watching him throw, it just reminds me of how he was here in Logan. And just such a quick release, such a smooth throw, big arm. The guy's going to get it figured out. He'll be able to play at the NFL level. Will he be a starter? Uh, I don't know. Way too early at, at this point. It, will he be a perennial backup? Maybe. I don't know. It's way too early to tell. We haven't really seen a lot of him and haven't had a real chance to uh, to see it bear out yet. But, look, first game's in the books for Jordan Love. First career touchdown in the NFL. Good for him. Um, let's let's dial it back, shall we? But I don't know. I mean, if you're a, if you're a Packers fan, love to get your thoughts on what you saw and how you feel about it. I'm the only thing I'm in, invested in. I, I guess if you want to say that is just here's a guy who played at Utah State, playing at a high profile position in a big game. That's all I'm invested in it. But from those who are diehard Packers fans, how did you feel about it? Four three five three three nine zero three two one. More of your texts and uh, more comments from Blake Anderson as well after that uh, nice win at uh, Las Cruces. It took a half to get it rolling, but eventually Aggies really poured it on. We'll get some more of his comments coming up on the Full Court Press. It's a special holiday preview this weekend at Fisher Home Furnishings. All the newest holiday looks and styles are unveiled this weekend at Fisher's. Name brand inventory at special holiday preview prices. Flex Steel, Bassett, Lazy Boy, iComfort. If you're planning on new furniture for the holidays, don't delay. Now is your best opportunity to get what you want. Pick it out and lay it away or have it delivered whenever you want it. Fisher Home Furnishings Holiday Preview. Come home to comfort and style. Fisher Home Furnishings. West Liberty Foods in Tremonton is hiring for general production on both shifts, starting at $15.85 per hour, with a shift premium added for second shift. Machine operators on first shift start at $16.65 per hour. 12-hour rotating 223 schedule, which means a three-day weekend every other week. West Liberty Foods offers paid vacations, 401k, medical, dental, and vision insurance. You can also try their new Pick Any Three Days for a part-time schedule. Call 435-207-7000 to speak with a recruiter today fall is in the air and it's getting colder make sure your vehicle is well maintained this is dustin with valvoline and snow change in logan across from angie's as the weather turns colder your car might need a little more attention and an oil change is easy we'll change your oil and also check other fluid levels and replace your air filters if needed the best thing you can stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Foulbliness and oil change, 695 North Main. Don't mind the construction out front. We are still open and ready to serve you. This is Bruce Rigby from Cash Valley Bank. People come to me all the time and say, wow, Cash Valley Bank is growing. We are growing and providing banking services to many communities in Utah and particularly here in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank is actively involved in our communities with local people who can make decisions quickly and professionally. We're a community bank and Cash Valley is important to us. Cash Valley Bank, growing, expanding, and proud to have our roots firmly planted in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. 
The Renegade Sports Park in Logan now has side-by-side rentals available. Plus, hard-to-find e-bikes on sale at Renegade Sports. Top-of-the-line Rambo and Fantic e-bikes on sale at end-of-season prices. Renegade Sports in Logan and Centerville has more side-by-side Terex, Razors, and Can-Am Mavericks than anyone in the state of Utah. Get yours today. Renegade Sports in Logan and Centerville. Leader follow. You decide the ride. If you're thinking about getting engaged this holiday season, S.E. Needham Jewelers is the place to shop for your diamond engagement ring. S.E. Needham's has the largest selection of wedding rings in the area, including hundreds of styles in platinum, white gold, and yellow gold. We import diamonds direct from Antwerp, Belgium, which enables us to guarantee the best price on diamonds. We also offer the most complete warranty and services of any store in the state. Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. A couple of texts coming through on our Guild Mortgage text line. I really want to appeal to the Green Bay Packer fans, the diehards. How did you feel about Jordan Love's performance yesterday in his first career start against the Kansas City Chiefs? Uh, a couple texts that have come through, 1629. What was Jordan Love's quarterback rating versus that of Mahomes? Uh, neither one was that great. They were really statistically even going until really the very last part of the game. But as it ended, uh, the, the QBR for Jordan Love was 27.4. Not great. And for Patrick Mahomes, it was 43.7. Also not great, but uh, Jordan Love's rating was 69.5. Mahomes was 74.8. So that uh, gives you a little bit of a comparison. Uh, 9.952, also Muff Punt gave KC the ball the 10-yard line. That's true. That's true. They got a big gift there, a little bit controversial. uh, What happened? Uh, four four seven four. Eric, you will not meet a bigger Packer fan than me. Everything that you have said about Jordan's debut and the undue criticism he has received is one hundred percent spot on. I, yeah, look, the the guy's got potential. He can play in the NFL with that arm and his release. Um, how he handles pressure was a problem in college, and it was an issue last night as well. But given the opportunity. I'd love to see this guy given a fair shake. And I just I feel bad that he's not given a fair chance. Uh, it's it's really it's sad. It's unfortunate. It's makes me laugh, honestly, watching some of these people fall all over themselves trying to criticize him. Just because the Aaron Rodgers story is such a big story, it's a, they're just finding new ways to create drama around Aaron Rodgers. And unfortunately, um, Jordan Love is the uh, collateral damage there. Hey, uh, before we wrap this up, um, just a final comment uh, from Blake Anderson. This Utah State Aggie team is 4-0 on the road. That's incredible. And he's got this this team playing at a, at a high level, seven wins already, three more to go. Uh, some comments here from Blake Anderson on just the resiliency of this team. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it. To you, obviously that's rare. You just don't see that happen. Typically, you're gonna you're gonna lose one of those. So, resiliency, 
conditioning and, and, and really just the will to win. These guys have bought in. Have, have, it has not been pretty. Uh, it has not been perfect at times. Um, but they have – they do believe and they do – they are willing to play hard. And so you, you just have to give the kids a tremendous amount of credit for continuing to battle and learn from mistakes and overcoming maybe some, some um, adversity along the way, whether it be physical mismatches or just the circumstances of trips – uh, injuries that we may have, all the above, they find a way. And, and, and at the end of the day, they ask, you know, how many, not how, but how many at the end of the season. And, and so they deserve a tremendous amount of credit for that. But, but I have not been a part of that before. This is the first group I've been a part of that has found way, a way to do it quite the way they have. It's unique. It's stressful, <laughs> to, to say the least. It's stressful. Another game in which Utah State trails by double digits and comes back to win. Incredible. With what this team, where they're at mentally, and they never say die. More about that uh, coming up throughout the week and a preview of San Jose State throughout, uh, on Wednesday as well. So have a great night, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.